Hey, 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 it is TC and Jake in the middle of what I would call a pretty, pretty big hot streak podcasting wise. I think he's, he's some of the, some of the best podcasts people have ever heard. I've the, heard a lot. I heard that from a lot of people. It the Halcyon days. It's definitely the best one since we've started doing this. The best like run, which is not necessarily saying much, but Ooh, man, I don't know about that. We've had some hot times. I fucking hate whenever someone comes up and says, Hey, yeah, I'm going back to the start. Yeah, no, That's a troubling. I, I, I feel like all of our best podcasts have been done the in in the this room era. Sure, that would cover about the last five years. <laughs> is that is that been that long? 2014 is when we moved into this house. November you know, 2014. I think we're moving out six years and one day to the date from when we moved in. Wow, just by sheer coincidence. Yeah, because that I mean you know. We did that on the houses, but because we signed a year lease. Yeah. <laughs> That's not in, in play in uh, you buying a house. You could have stayed there for six years and three months. It feels very odd to be emotional over a, leaving a piece of property. Really? But I'm pretty bummed out about it. I would think that anyone is. I would, like, like I was thinking back on, like, I was like, uh, boy, because, you know, uh, I would, I'd probably like to be somewhere different five years from now whenever the kid uh enters school like i figure that's probably like a good time to uh to be like like if if you can set yeah if you can work out a situation where you're in one place for 20 years or whatever whenever your child starts school seems like a good time to uh to begin that process and uh but i was just thinking boy whenever she's five like she's gonna be fucked up like moving out of the only place she's known then i was like dude you did that like three times, and you didn't give a shit any of them. <laughs> yeah, I think that's largely. But did you stay with the same like school and no, friend group? You no, moved three I, times. I mean, uh, like they they did what I am talking about. Of like, by the time I was in kindergarten, I we stayed there. I mean, they they uh, got an offer Sunday on that house, so I still have their shit in it currently. Um, the house that I grew up in, but uh, you know. I was born in Chicago, obviously, and then or Naperville. Excuse me. Don't mean to be. Uh, don't mean to claim Chicago whenever I can't. Uh, born in Naperville. Don't forget a t-shirt fan. Uh, moved to Richardson. Moved to Warwick, New York. Moved back here, and by the time we were back here, I was like four, and then we were there until. Yeah. Okay. So I see what you're saying. That you did it like three times before you got set. I would say having to do it a few times after five would suck. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, yeah, I yeah. was thinking like that it would suck for her whenever she's doing it when she's five, and I'm like... She's going to be like, fuck this. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, your your own life experience says no. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's because I think that it's weird that the kid will never know the house we live in now, or if I just don't want to leave the neighborhood. But it's... it's I'm sure once we get in and, and get settled and have a pool, I'll be very... Uh, taken with that but i don't know man it's 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 fucking me up i really don't want to leave that house i don't want to leave fort worth yeah i wish that the street lights worked 
Um, but other than that, maybe I just don't want to move because I know it's going to be a huge kick to the dick all day Saturday, but that's no big deal, right? People have to move. And especially now, uh, I heard that by Saturday, uh, it's going to be President Pence. Yeah. So it's kind of like one house for this legend. If uh, they're going to switch, if they're going to pass the torch to the next guy, then I guess I got to move. I'm sure you're going to make the jerk off motion at all of these, and that's fine. <laughs> uh, but I, I think that the last uh, 24 hours, like from here to 24 hours ago, might be some of the biggest news 24 hours we've ever had. Between that and the fact, like, we've got two G7 countries, and, uh, you know, it's the English speaking ones. So I think we all know that it's a couple extra steps up. And yeah, uh, look, just because there may be more than four teams in the Big 12. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll never know. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, you know, Iowa State's in the conference. France is in the G7. Uh, you know, Iowa State's in the mix. I was thinking more like, uh, like Kansas State is, is, is France. See, I like what Kansas State has going. You need to watch a game now that they got the new coach. You know who they Do got? I, who is it? It's the North Dakota State guy. Yeah, that's right. I, saw, I remember thinking, uh, huh, so they went with a guy who might know how to recruit whites. <laughs> Seems that that's... <laughs> you think Kansas and North Dakota State have some things in common? Oh, look, uh, I don't think they were they were looking for Willie Taggart. <laughs> they call it uh, Kansas without mount, or, uh, North Dakota without mountains. That's, yeah. Uh, that's Kansas. So... Um, you, you think that that you think that uh, what are the two biggest stories right now? That uh, right now the leaders of the of of the, the Great Britain and uh, in the United States of America are both constantly facing questions of Are you going to resign? Okay, I wasn't sure if there was another uh, G seven country or some because certainly that doesn't uh, no Boris getting struck down by the courts, losing on all counts of like the the courts just going line by line and being like. No, fucking wrong about this, fucking wrong about this, fucking wrong about this. You lied to the queen. Can't lie to the queen, dude. Did Black I mean, Rod... fuck the queen. I wouldn't say a truthful thing to the queen my entire fucking time, but, you know. Black Rod took care of him? Uh, well, I, I don't know exactly the role of Black Rod and all this, but uh, I believe today, you know, whatever counts for today in their fucking weird-ass time zone... Uh, play by our rules <laughs> yeah um I, I i think that they should do their days during the night just bite the bullet dude right america's that important um that uh yeah parliament's back on because uh, see i don't think that either that's a one cool of those thing about their system is that whenever you take a bunch of l's you have the ability to trigger the i've taken too many you can grab the i've taken too many l's <laughs> lever <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people are just hounding them constantly. Like, do you think this is enough L's, sir? <laughs> I, I don't think either one of those are the biggest political story in the world. And I don't think it involves the Ukraine. Maybe if, once we get through Hunter's involvement in this, possibly. But to me, uh, I'm talking about my white rod in this right here. This is my, <laughs> this is the number one political story in my world. Ivanka's nips. <laughs> Yeah. Have you not seen this photo? No, I haven't. Yeah. Uh she uh like, I don't know, is that something and her her nips are just slapping right there. Mhm. And like you remember when Trump was like, "Yeah, my mm. daughter's going to have a tremendous rack." He was right. He was absolutely right. Look at that. That's absurd. I can't stop looking at that. And of course, can we from, can you would it be possible logistically for you to do the show with your computer facing me? <laughs> no, because I need you to participate. 
Um, of course, from the There's a Tweet for Everything file, um, there's a tweet from December of 2011 where uh, our king tweeted, Barney Frank looked disgusting, nipples protruding in his blue <laughs> shirt before Congress. Very, very disrespectful. And it's it's even a blue shirt. Yeah, it's even a blue shirt. And I don't think it is disgusting or disrespectful what she's doing there. No, it's not. Although I did always think Barney Frank was a pretty gross man. You know, like he just had a very sloppy affect about him. That yeah. Just, uh, but I think it's pretty fucking cool as someone who deletes all of my tweets every week. I think it's pretty cool that no one has like at all at any point thought to scrub any of Trump's tweets. Like, and I think now he probably can't, right? Like, I know the one he's done as president right. that it is illegal but this is eight years ago. Yeah. 2011. Barney Frank looked disgusting. He seems disgusting. like a delete your tweets guy to you. <laughs> Dash. Have, have you not paid no, attention to anything he's ever done? That's true. I guess at some point you would just want to avoid the headache or the embarrassment of commenting on a rotund man's nipples <laughs> protruding in his blue shirt before Congress. Very, very disrespectful. I like the, like, supposing that having... Hard nips is disrespectful. <laughs> like possibly Cover that's the other way up. around. <laughs> no, 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 dude. You want to talk to me? You better wear a couple undershirts. <laughs> See, I feel like he's kind of letting you know how excited he is to be there. No, and that's not a sign of disrespect. But she's never looked better than right there, man. That's I would be forced to agree with you. Whenever you're first holding that up to me, I'm like, which porn star did what? Yeah, Ivanka Trump's nips. Oh, maybe this is an old one. Oh, this is an old photo that's just coming back. Yeah, it's fine with me either way. It's not like it means she's not hot. Maybe I need to type nipples instead of nips for a more official. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this was at the UN this week. Okay. Headline, Ivanka Trump's nipples were all over the United Nations. <laughs> Hell yeah. All over. Damn, look at this. It must be tough for... I mean, it would be difficult. Another angle. <laughs> they're, they're right. They're all over. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, as someone who's like okay. constantly worried that like my uh, shirt's riding up or something, like some part of my uh, wardrobe is just falling apart. Um, it would be just terrible if uh, the internet was alight with. I mean, I it's difficult to imagine how exactly it would play out that someone would be like, "Boy, TC's shirt would have gone a bigger size on that one." Uh, but if it did ever happen. I mean, I'm fucking out. Yeah. You know, one that still bothers me is <clears throat> I pit pretty hard. Yeah. So I try to keep my, uh, like, I'll, do you shave your armpit hair at all? No. You don't have to cut it at all? No. So it's basically just the same I don't hair. have that much. That's, that's so wild to me. So how does it work? Like, you're just constantly in a static uh, process of losing and regenerating like the same, like, so it's kind of always the same. Because, like, mine is... I mean, I think that there's... Constantly, like, out of control. And then I'll cut it back, and then two weeks later, it's back to just being I think out that, of control. I think that... Here's a theory. I'm not sure that there's any science to back this up, but I'm not going to let it stop me. It's just that it's the same hair you've had since you were 13, maybe. It's definitely not the same hair, but I think that there's a maximum length. Like, obviously, there is on the pubes. It reaches a certain length and doesn't keep growing. Like, it's not like my pubes are down to my fucking knees. 
And uh, your dog's that way, you know? Like, it's not like if we just don't cut Henry's... Like, we don't right. cut Henry's hair. We never have. Right. He, does, he won't just end up looking like, a, you know, a shepherd dog if you yeah. don't. Yeah. You want to know what he looks like if you don't cut his hair? How he looks right now. Right. So, uh, obviously, it's biologically possible for hair to reach a certain length and then stop growing. So, why is... It, this is going to sound so stonerish once it prints back. Buddy, if you thought that the... Uh, Chicken knife. Will, will Greg Abbott be able to stand oh. up and dunk after he uh, after he signs a, a bill legalizing marijuana because he has to have props when he legalizes or when he when he signs bills? So is your is the get is, it out? Is the hair on your head the only hair that will just keep growing no matter what? And 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 will I mean because if you don't cut your hair forever, it'll get down to your waist and keep going. But as you said, uh, beard, beard, which is on your head, kind of. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a certain point if you if you just let. I mean, right? Like you just let your beard grow. Different people would be different ways, but it's not like with your pubes, where as you correctly pointed out, you're not stepping on. Them. That's what I'm saying. Is that <laughs> your beard will keep growing? Your beard. Like, okay. People have so super long beards. Okay, so your head hair, all head hair, everything neck up, but appears like, you know, to grow indefinitely. I think we're arriving at the fact that it like i don't cut my leg hair yeah i don't either yeah but my pubes i have to my we're the two dumbest people that have ever been born easily <laughs> easily wait till we start trying to sort through why the square root of two isn't one <laughs> here in uh here in a minute as we all jump on terrence howard's train we could do that now if you want um, I don't know where you want to go. I mean, we could talk more about impeachment if you want. I we don't... can go a million different ways. I would. I I do want to just. I know that not everyone out there spends as much time with Hunter as we do. Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. And so the fact that he has floated to the top of the news, I think, like a recap of just two Hunter experts would be would be relevant. Um, He's kind of a Kendall, you know what I mean? <laughs> he is a little bit of a Kendall. <laughs> I'm going to start lighting you motherfuckers up with these now. You know, he used to be Kendall. a Roman, but now he's kind of turned That's into right. a Kendall. Yep. Like, whenever Bo is around, Bo yep. is the, the Kendall. That's right. Kendall's my new 11. He's, he's half Roman, half Connor hybrid until then. What happened? Where'd this fucking Culkin come from? Uh, do you know there's like 20 of them? Is Just there? roaming around acting. But only one of them was hanging out with Bubbles in his jumpsuit? <laughs> yeah. Dude, imagine how jealous you'd be. If uh, my brother got to go see Bubbles and I didn't? Yeah, like your brother just got to hang out? Yeah, there'd be a murder that night. Dude, now that it's hitting me, like you're also an actor. You're in the business, but your brother hangs out with Michael Jackson and is in Home Alone. Yeah. I would. There's no way I would have been. Yeah, that would have been a, a death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, there's a, a feature article that I read about it. I don't remember where. It was a while ago. About the Culkin clan? Yeah, like uh, the dad was a failed actor and also not a chill guy. Like, you know how, uh, kind of like Tiger Woods' dad, if Tiger didn't like his dad at all. Right. Uh, Dude, you know, that was, we talked about this uh, on Bad Radio in the last year or so, but that was a big time playground. Uh, That was the buzz was, dude, did you hear that? Macaulay Culkin divorced his parents. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. So that's, that's, that card's in the deck, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never mind the fact that I wasn't realizing that I needed to lawyers? be worth millions of dollars first. Yeah. 
I, I absolutely threatened my parents with that one at one point or another. Like, I'm going to McCully Culkin you? Yeah, I'm going to do just like Kevin did. <laughs> yeah. Run, die hard, run. <laughs> you want to get Kevin? <laughs> don't I make can me see in your eyes you. that you don't. <laughs> we were talking about this the other day, too. What's your history with running away? Uh, you know, you certainly had to have a, a, a littered past of. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was the thing escapes. I did to get sent away from, uh, like, the first time I, I had an overnight away, they were like, you want to stay away from the house? Fine. We'll find you a good place for away from the house living. Oh, okay. So you ran away. Yeah, I went to, like, uh, there's a thing called City House. It was like, I think it was mainly for kids whose parents didn't want them. Whoa. But they would let you stay there. They had, like, a 24-hour thing where, like, that you had to contact your parents after they, or they had to let them know you were there for 24 hours. But if you requested the 24 hours, they would give it to you. How'd you get there? I walked. God damn. That's awesome. How have we never, <laughs> have we never talked about this? I don't know. We'd get... You know, uh, cotton, three hot squares, or what's the? Yeah, there's a there's a there's some bunk beds. Um, I didn't get to like meal time before. Uh, I mean, they my like I got there like it was probably like eleven, twelve at night. Whenever I arrived, they did like a you know intake kind of Bed thing. Check. Um, well, just some kind of like you know like having me sign forms or you know let me know the processing house, house rules. Yeah, yeah, some processing. Um, then it was just, you know, time to go to bed. And, uh, I mean, everyone else was already in bed by the time I got there. And, uh, by the time I woke up, you know, someone, one of my friends had let my parents know that where I was and they showed up and said, we're taking them to school. Damn. Yeah. And I think that was the Friday morning where the plan was that after school, the off duty police officers that took me to Excel were going to grab me, but they got stuck in traffic coming from Arkansas. So. <laughs> Made it home for an hour or two. So, what about before that? Um, yeah, I certainly had, to, but I just, I, you know, it, they found me quicker the other times. You didn't make it all the way to a shelter for correct. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I my That's dominant awesome. memory was that the person, you know, the staff member or whatever, <laughs> uh, was just big on uh, the evangelical television, which I had not really had too much. I'm like, I knew that there was church on TV. But I never really saw someone watching it for any length of time before, and it was uh, like it was a real over the top preacher, which like I'd seen like as a caricature, but never seen someone like right. actually just being like, you know, and if you go to the Lord, that kind of shit. My pa- my grandparents would listen Wonder to that shit on, shit on the radio. <laughs> there you go. Now you've been you've been introduced. That was I, amazing. I <laughs> our post Pulp Fiction. Uh, media diet consisted of wonder shows and clips uh, the time that the guys from CKY put a leash on a bee and flew it <laughs> and Tom Green's slut mobile yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a simpler time a simpler time whenever pre- pres- presidents weren't being impeached oh so let's, wait let's run down the facts about, about old hunt dog okay so uh just because the, the what's what's at, I'm, I'm sure that everyone knows these details, but just you know, making sure that we're all on the same page. People are mad at Trump because he appeared to withhold, or like he, he told the Ukraine, "Hey, we really, really want you to investigate Hunter Biden and Joe Biden." Um, and uh, you know, if you don't, that's fine, but maybe you won't get all this aid. Right. And then they. Did withhold the aid. Like, they got it eventually. Like, once Congress was like, I don't think this is legal. 
Um, and like I, I believe that there was like a drop dead date, and on the drop dead date, they they sent them the aid. Um, but so as far as what he was asking them to investigate, what are the the facts there? Uh, he is trying to say that Joe leaned on the Ukraine to fire a prosecutor who would have uh, made trouble for Hunter. As best we can tell, that does not appear to be true. Uh, the prosecutor was fired because he did not do enough corruption investigation and appeared to be uh, shielding you know, major corruption investigations from moving forward. And that was an opinion shared throughout the West. You know, like, like, you know, France also wanted him fired. Fucking England wanted him fired big time or the UK. The UK like had frozen assets related to something like related to this company that Hunter was on the board for. That's the one part I thought we needed to make sure we mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'll get there. Um, but yeah, so uh, everyone didn't like this, uh, this prosecutor. So it, it's definitely appears to be the case that the reason he got fired is because joe biden like flew to the ukraine and was like hey i'm leaving and i I think that joe's he like on camera like described the process one time (laughs) it was like i told him i got six hours left of my time here and if he's not gone then this fucking aid is losing a billion bucks yeah all right so i think it was like a guarantee on a loan yeah um a billion dollar loan so yeah um but anyways, so after the corruption investigation had already started into a large natural gas company in the Ukraine, uh, they hired on Hunter Biden to their board. Uh, he is a lawyer, kind of. Kind of. Like, in the sense that he's got some friends that went to law school. Um, I don't know that he's got, like, a long career of practicing law. Uh Whenever you ask the company, like, what, so what's, what's Hunter doing? I think that they said he's, he's handling our legal team. He's heading up our legal team. And then that was at the time. And then like, you know, a couple of years later, someone asked Hunter, like, were you heading up their legal team? He was like, fuck no. So what was Hunter doing for the company? No one knows to this point. Maybe Hunter does. Uh, it is not publicly clear what exactly he was doing, but he was on their board. Uh, he was making about, or uh, a max, I think his, his salary fluctuated or his compensation fluctuated. Uh, but at the peak, we're talking about 50K per month. Fuck yeah. Well, so. keep in mind that he was having to pay two mortgages because he had taken out <laughs> an extra one to lean on to pay his old one or something. Yeah, and I, I think that people crashing in on this story are just being really insensitive about addiction issues, you know? If you've never uh, just needed that fucking crack hit, then you don't know what you would do for $50,000, okay? Um, but he's on the board of an energy company, so the important question you have to ask here is, what does he know about energy? And as best anyone can tell, the answer is, about as much as you and I know about how <laughs> hair grows. So, like, uh, fucking the guy is on there because he's Joe Biden's son. Now, that, like, a, a really important distinction whenever we're talking about is Joe Biden a fit candidate to be president um, is did they get what he is implicitly offering? Because I think that that's what the deal is, you know, that the yeah. Hunter is saying, like, hey, you know, I could be on your board and... I'm not sure if you guys know this or if it's a big deal to you, but my dad's the vice president. 
Totally owns a dealership. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and the, the implication there is, and, and I can get him to do things for you guys. And that uh, New York Times, or not New York Times, New Yorker profile that, uh, that we read, um, you know, is, is the, re- the reporting appears to have been done primarily by talking to Hunter. So I could see why if he, if Joe had done something, why Hunter wouldn't be forthcoming with details. But it, it appears that Hunter did this a lot where he would be like, I'm the vice president's son. Would you like to give me money? Who knows what that money could get you? Right. Could be good. <laughs> Um, without Joe ever really doing anything. We th- like there's there's a ton of Hunter offering stuff like that. There is no hard evidence of like how it comes through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so and they do go out of their way in that article to say that they never discuss their business in separate their separate business areas together. Like yeah, the, and they had some he's a like lobbyist, uh, right? Like and then Joe Biden's whole deal is that he won't take any money uh from lobbyists right yeah and that's like so i mean i, th- I think he takes some but i'm sure he I'm, does but yeah. that, that was like or even going back to being in the in, in congress in the 80s that was part of his deal and it's like okay well then i guess i should just have a son who only makes money from lobbying and, and the other a fucking thing, ton of it yeah and the other thing about that uh position that he had on the board but still uh, lives paycheck to paycheck that's yeah no you all know this You've they're been, just big paychecks uh was when he said that he he would attend board meetings for that uh, Barisma company, quote once or twice a year, <laughs> <laughs> for forums that took place in Europe. That was of course only uh, only pertinent to the story because in June 2016, while he was in Monte Carlo, he went to a ho- for a meeting, went to a hotel nightclub and took some cocaine from a stranger in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and that was uh, one of his relapses. That, you know, so yeah, and, and even the, when working, you know, the time gotta got to mix in a little play. When he got hired by Barisma, he was like a couple months after being kicked out of the Navy for using cocaine. Yeah. So a company whose public image has really taken a batter, they're like, well, uh, can we get a cokehead on our board? Would that fix things? <laughs> <laughs> like, even if he was like the world's foremost leading expert on fucking gas and energy, you'd, you'd be like, ah, I don't know. Can we find the second best one who doesn't have a fucking cocaine problem? Uh, but that they were like, had the last name Biden though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that I want to like uh, directly say this is what's qualifying about Joe Biden. I, I don't think that's the angle here for me. Uh, his policy positions are what's disqualifying about Joe Biden to me. Um, I think the way he did corn pop could be could have been a little. <laughs> there was probably a more diplomatic solution than swinging around a t- tire chains. Or well, he didn't he swing did. the chain. He just he, you know he brought it, it out okay. and, and let and then and then had a talk. You know he let him found, see the, the chopper. Found the third way, you know. And then, of course, uh, we were particularly of interest. This was of interest to us because, uh, as you all know, uh, Hunter had an affair with his dead brother's widow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and had a really messy divorce on his own, which obviously is where the I think the mortgage stuff came out and the cocaine stuff came out. But then what I want to know is what happened to his the, the newest flame, what she did she think through about all this? this? Yeah, because remember he married a woman in yeah, Argentina I mean, that he had he had known for a week. They're uh, they're married, so yeah. And and they have matching tattoos. When he proposed to her, uh, so. she didn't say yes until the next morning, which I think we glossed <laughs> over. After thinking about it <laughs> on for May fifteenth, less than a week after they met, he proposed. 
the next morning, she accepted. <laughs> it might need more details on what uh, happened. Barisma needed no such time to think about it. That's true. She's, uh, she's, uh, Melissa Cohen, the South African woman, is actually more scrupulous yeah. <laughs> in her acceptance of this flea fucking bag. And, uh, you know, appears to be less corrupt than, uh, than Barisma <laughs> as well. Yeah. So, you know, between the two, I have more respect for Melissa. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. I have to figure that she's. Uh. She's kind of his rock during these uh, stormy seas. Well, I don't think this. I. I. Okay. I don't know if it's going away or not. You know, because obviously, whenever I think Biden's going to get the nomination, and he's Trump's going to start yelling shit about investigate his son at a debate. And I'm telling you that Hunter is the type of guy who might stand up, rip his shirt off, and be like, gonna, you want a fucking piece of me? No, nah, I don't, you I don't want think a he's going to ask. Me? I don't think he's going to ask. I think he's going to give him yeah. a piece. And I, I could easily see Hunter Biden going as rogue, both in the media and, and, and wherever else as possible. I mean. In a, I'm going to fight for my dad's honor here. His first move. Maybe what if he, fu- what if he t- makes a move on on Ivanka and her nips. It's <laughs> a great, great question. Would you accept continued involvement in governance and rule of the United States by the Trump family if it came in the form of DJ TJ having to watch Hunter Biden walk <laughs> Ivanka and her nips down the aisle? <laughs> uh, I'd like to... Uh, my, my ideal scenario is uh, Hunter President and Ivanka First Lady. I think that's the America we want. That'd be so good. But you know, like, <laughs> they would have to force Eric or DJ TJ into the cabinet somehow, and it would be like a real, you know, a real uh, grumpy old men type relationship between the two of them yeah. where they have to, like, they have to go duck hunting together, but they're all kind of. So you do think someone's sideways. done cocaine in the Oval Office before Hunter gets there? Who do you think it is? Are, are there. Pre- I get, You know what? I bet there's no. Because of the way that the fucking uh, weed thing has been covered and, like, you know, it, it does appear that whenever presidents use drugs that we get some pretty quality reporting on it. I think that I'm going to go with the position that we've never had a president that used cocaine. Oh, Bush has admitted. You mean while, while president? Yeah, that's a good point. Because Bush, Bush has admitted that he, yeah, yeah. that he did cocaine. Yeah. And, and I would bet. Has he admitted? Because, I mean. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, that was what the whole... Yeah, I'm pretty sure, man. That was uh, Dan Rather, right? That got kicked out of... Yeah, but Dan Rather got kicked out for saying that he had falsified the military documents. Well, that his using of cocaine was what got him kicked out of the Texas Air National Guard. So if you're saying, yeah, I used cocaine, but then being like, no, but what I'm really offended by is you saying that it got me out of the Air National Guard, that would seem like you're really splitting hairs. Uh, man, I thought that he had said. I think it's accepted that he used cocaine. I, you know, okay. I, I, I think, th- I think that he did use cocaine. So I'd like to back up my previous statement where I alleged that possibly no presidents had done cocaine because I'd totally forgotten about that one. I was just going through my head of a uh, bill, you know. Right. Yeah. Because Bill seems like an obvious candidate to use cocaine. Yeah, I would not. <laughs> he's probably. I would. I would not put it past that he's done cocaine off of a person. <laughs> but you know. He also got fucking... I mean, I don't know about post-presidency if he's getting this kind of spotlight. In fact, I know he's not. Um, but pre-presidency, uh, you know, if... if, if They dug through a lot. Yeah. And just like, you know, if, if someone had been able to find 
something that disputed the I smoked but I didn't inhale, the most confusing statement I've ever come across. Jeez, dude, that should have been curtains for him right there, hindsight. I don't know what it means. I mean, I guess you like, like with pressed a, it to his lips. Or like then, with a cigar where you like don't, you're not supposed to inhale all of it. You're just kind of getting the taste. But like. Like where you breathe it in and blow it out. But the breathing in is inhaling. Uh, Not necessarily, right? Like you could breathe in a big hit and like just completely blow it out so it never gets into your lungs type thing. I don't like know. Like whenever you blow a shot, you do, and uh, your loved ones blow each other a lot of shotgun charges and you're getting high. Constantly. That kind of thing. Every night. Because the baby can't inhale, so someone's got to yeah. act as a vessel for yeah. it. Um, no, I'm not trying to end up on Nancy Grace. Two chains! <laughs> Boy, she's falling off, man. Look at this baby. She's falling off hard. And see, the thing is, is by the time Obama was president, he was no longer having to prostitute for his drugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so gay prostitute. Gay prostituting for his drugs, um, which I still love that story so much. When he gay prostituted? Yeah, just that that actually found some purchase in the uh, in the and like think about it if you if you kind of walk through the it to put the pieces of the puzzle together, that was reconcilable because Michelle was a man. So it's like, well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, he's gay. He's married <laughs> yeah. to a man. <laughs> So, of course, it stands to reason that before he was married to a man, he was out tricking. I mean, you know, some uh, people listen to facts and reason, some don't. That's right. So I have a historical version of our uh, award-winning segment. This podcast is mainly built on recurring segments. You know that. Oh, I was going to say it's built on awards. Are you bailing on Hunter already? You got okay. more Hunter? Go for Hunter. I was just going to say this. I don't really know that much about the laws, about what you can and can't do whenever you're president. Um, and I think the reason I didn't know those laws is because most of the people that are president either do know them and decide not to uh, <laughs> flagrantly break them, or um, they know them and just don't break them at all. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, this is the first time that I've been alive where there was someone that, yeah, we're all used to like the normal ass political scandals and like, hey, we might have uh, introduced crack into the country and also sold it to pay for. Uh, you know, this revolution. But and there might have been a country where we had a map saying which American oil companies we wanted to have each part of the reserves on that map of the country and then invaded the country to make sure that they would get all of those. Yeah, and also sometimes we might just use plot points from the movie The Rock, <laughs> which is uh, another interesting part of the Iraq War that pitched that I don't think we've talked about enough. But I got to say... You know, if I became president and found out that I couldn't call uh, the heads of other states and kind of lean on them for a little vengeance <laughs> on my potential uh, rivals, I would be very disappointed to learn that that doesn't come with that package. Like, I mean, I pay for the deluxe, but, it, but it, <laughs> it, it does. It's just what you're leaning on them for. Like the the conversation between Trump and the conversation between Biden and the head of the Ukraine is the exact same mechanics. Like, it's Biden saying to them, hey, we have some money we'll give you if you do the shit we're asking you to do, and if you don't, you're not getting that fucking money, right. which is exactly what Trump said to him. But with Biden's thing, it's fire a prosecutor who we believe is harming, you know, the uh, the West. And he wasn't president. And uh, uh, with Trump, it's talk to my personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, about things you can do to make it so that my campaign coverage goes well. 
Like, or don't get this money. Yeah, yeah. You 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 can do it. I got to be honest. All they're doing all day is leaning on people. I, I got to be honest. Feels like a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like well, I'm on like, you know, section four, page seven, you know, line Mr. D Trump agrees of with the you. pass interference okay. rules. And I'm like, eh, nobody knows about that part. <laughs> Everybody just knows pass interference. So, yeah, I just, if I became president, like, I imagine that in his private moments that a lot of times if he ever has an honest conversation because i don't think he has any friends you know he's not going down to crawford with the boys uh he's got barack he's got i don't mean obama uh thomas barack is uh, one of trump's close friends the uh, newsmax guy that's a friend okay uh i'm trying to think he just doesn't really like he's you know the, the fat the fat governor Big Jim. I don't think that's a genuine friend. I think that's more of what you're talking about where he doesn't have any real friends. I want to believe. But I would imagine that if he has any private conversations, because I kind of see myself as a Trumpian figure, so it's easy for me Uh to get into his mind. I think that like I would spend a lot of time being like, this shit's not near as cool as I thought it was gonna be. Oh yeah. Like I definitely thought that I could Oh yeah, kind of fucking do whatever every day. This is not thinks that this call to the Ukraine is nowhere near the level of shit that I thought you people would be squeezing me over. Yeah, so imagine uh, all this other stuff that I thought I was going to get to do. If they do go to impeachment and like he's got to take the stand, I imagine uh, it goes exactly like the uh, the Chappelle bit of I'm uh, sorry I didn't know I couldn't do that. Yeah. And I mean, then be like, oh, so what? I did. Big deal. So do you think, let's, before we move on from this, just real quick, do you think in three months from now, this is a story? Yes. Okay. Because it would kind of be the first time. Now, there are some things that have happened here that are the first time. I think he's going to get impeached. I don't think he's going to get removed. I mean, you know, obviously, not not a hot take to think that Republicans are going to stand by him. Do you think it's awesome how Nancy Pelosi's like, well, yeah, He's done some stuff that you should probably be impeached for, but I don't want to take sovereignty away from the American people, okay? I want them to get to make this decision in November of 2020. Uh, That is the most galaxy brain (laughs) fucking take on how governance works. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we can't arrest the guy. We have to wait for him to turn himself in. Yeah, uh, I, I I think she's fucked this up tactically pretty bad. Like, like her whole career? Uh, no, you know, what? I, I think that there's some things where if you're breaking them down, you're like, well, you know, I don't really agree with her policy positions, but she did kind of think a couple steps ahead. Um, like, I think that it could have been harder for Obama in 08 if she had done things differently from 04 to 08. But uh, anyways, uh, I, I th- the, the, my quibble with her strategy thing is that... Uh, the closer you get to the actual election, the more that that appears to be a credible credible argument Republicans can make. Yes. And the more the impeachment is like smack dab in the middle of the, the campaign. And I think that that seems messy and uh, really volatile. And I don't know if that's going to be good for them or not. And I kind of think, despite you know your standings on this, that if they don't fuck it up, that it's a pretty easy one to win Oof. because no one likes him. Uh, just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something too. Trying to ponder what this shit might sound like if he's robbed from us. <laughs> Two a week is tough to fill without, <laughs> without some of the shit that he's provided us. So 
I don't even want to think about that right now. Um, but yeah, so the closer you get to the closer the election and the impeachment are to each other, that's that seems worse to me. So in she fact, appears, we might already be past that point, right? Yeah, we're yeah. like it's a bad idea to start now. Um, so it, it it seems to me like the bet that she was making was that he would just straighten up and fly right long enough to not force her hand. Because like if you just if you'd already started it, then like you know whatever, just toss it on the fucking pile. Right. We're trying to move through this whole thing. Um, the situation we're in now where like, uh, you know, she's just been like, well, uh, you know, if he doesn't do anything else, then, uh, I think we're just gonna have to wait for the election. Well, he's going to do like a million fucking things. So she's, she's been betting that he would not do something that made it so that she didn't have a choice. She would have to start the proceedings. And that was a dumb fucking bet. Of course he was going to do something to make it so that she had to. We all knew. Yeah. All right, sorry to whatever to your award-winning idea. Well, uh, <laughs> that's a really rude way to present. <laughs> we uh, we we have a long-running segment uh, called "So They Got Away with That, Huh?" Oh yeah, and I have a historical edition. Okay, uh, but before we do that, I want to play this Terrence Howard audio. Okay, all right. Yeah, so so it's from the Emmys Sunday night, and I guess Terrence Howard is kind of a wild boy. Uh, I think he's got some pretty serious domestic assault. Um, yeah. I didn't know that necessarily. Yeah. He's Terrence Howard, man. Is that his old bit? You know, I think that uh, Empire is a semi-autobiographical show. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm not like an expert. I've never read a biography. But, he was uh, uh, arrested in 01 for charges related to a violent attack on his estranged wife. There you go. Uh, stalking, harassment, terrorist threats. Uh, he forced entry into her home by breaking doors in December of 2011. His then-wife got a restraining order against him based on claims that he had caused her physical injuries that require medical attention, once broke her computer in half. <laughs> that's a fucking tantrum move if I've ever heard it. Like, that's what you do whenever your mom tells you no more, like, uh, Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, 2013, a second restraining order for showing up. Uh, she showed up in court for that one with a black eye. She says that he gave her. He later admitted in court that they had a mutual physical altercation. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, in 2015, in an interview with the Rolling Stone, Howard admitted to hitting his first wife in 2001, saying, "Quote: She was talking to me real strong." <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> I'm not laughing. And I lost my mind and slapped her in front of the kids. Oh my god, dude! I mean, I, <laughs> so this this because, in and uh, of itself dealing with might be a so they got away with that, huh? Yeah, because yes. then he went on to be like on a very popular TV show where he probably makes you know several million dollars a year. And I don't watch the show, but I have to assume there's some arc built around him hitting his wife. I do feel like I've seen a woman thrown to the ground in trailers for that show before. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they're always uh, you know <coughs> who's gonna do what next? That cookie man, she'll uh, she's definitely hit him on the show. Yeah, I think so. Probably every fucking episode. It's the, the fucking title card. So it's kind of wild that not only is he still on a show, but then these lapdog entertainment reporters will still just like, when you walk up, be like, what's going on in your career lately? Yeah, I seem to remember that like around the time of Me Too, that there was some kind of like cocking your head to the side, like, him? Are you sure? Yeah. That he gets to be in public? That's wild. I but, didn't know there was this big. I mean, it's, it, there's more I didn't know there too. was that there's, many. There's, there's, this says there's six. Okay, because um, it doesn't sound like those are like real disputed. 
No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> you know, it doesn't sound like a he beater. said, she said. It kind of sounds like he said, uh, yeah, she was talking to me real strong. So she I was talking her. to me real strong. <laughs> Do you think this is a good uh, a good headline from 2017? Terrence Howard went on a tweet storm uh-huh. about domestic violence double standard. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound like a good idea. No tweet storm really is. <laughs> It's really never good. Uh, all right. But anyway, so. so we've established he's a bit of a volatile character. Mm-hmm. And I would go so far as to say that no one who's ever had six domestic violence in- incidences that have been captured in public has ever led a real sober life. This isn't some... I, you know what? Actually, I have heard of like... A, like I, I don't remember. the. I'm not going to recall the details. But there was someone who was like, yeah, my dad didn't drink, but uh, he just fucking hit us. Yeah, but that's the uh, exception that proves the rule. And Trump is uh has been accused of rape a lot or of forced sexual activity, and he doesn't and like he doesn't drink. Yeah, he's and he's, Ep- he's just drunk on horny. And Epstein doesn't drink. Yeah, but it's somewhat feels like I'm I. It's this is a poor way to parse, but those are like sexual crimes, and they all involve women. But with Terrence Howard, we're talking about. Not that it's better or worse, but we're talking about, like, beating people up. Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, set aside any um, analysis of what kinds of people do and don't party. Terrence Howard fucking parties, okay? Yeah, he, he looks like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we don't need to, yeah. to talk about, like, uh, the, the generalities of it. In the specific, um, you know, I, I'm interested in you weighing in. I, I know on, on the air you, uh, you, you mentioned... Um, I, what would you throw out there? But on Twitter, you allege cocaine. That's what it sounds like to me. And, uh, you know, um, I've never used cocaine before, but what we're about to play makes it sound interesting. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I would never do cocaine. I think sure. it's bad. Yeah. Um, see, the way you just said that made it sound like you think that I do, <laughs> and I don't. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, here, here we go. Lucius is in the house. Terrence Howard here. You made huge headlines when you said, after you complete these 15 episodes of Empire, you got to walk away for a while or forever? For good. I'm, I'm, I mean, everyone keeps trying to tell me, don't say it's forever. But I've spent 37 years. Okay. Right here. I want to I wanna mark this as the point. That up until now, it's been a totally normal interview. <laughs> He's made it through 16 seconds. Right of uh this is exactly what i expect from the red carpet talking about future plans right. the craft of acting by the way uh <clears throat> i want to add to this discussion that terrence howard at the age of 16 divorced his parents oh <laughs> look at that emancipated himself <laughs> from his family at the age of 16 so it's a uh, full circle so he he's he's made it these 16 <sighs> seconds normal let's see how much farther he can go to be people so that people can pretend to watch and enjoy what I'm doing when I've made some discoveries in my own personal life. See, even that, even till now, that's a very like a head up your own ass kind of way of talking about acting of like I've, I've pretended to be people to make other people entertained. I've danced for you for all these years. Now it's time for Terrence time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, th- I think I've seen, I've heard actors make that kind of general point right. of like you know I, i've been your uh, court jester right uh plenty of times the the points he's about to make i have uh, i have not heard before 
forever, but I spent 37 years pretending to be people so that people can pretend to watch and enjoy what I'm doing when I've made some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that you know, Pythagoras was searching for. I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. <laughs> God damn, that's yeah, so good. Yeah, it spins out hard. He, the, the banana is is in front of the the, the Mario Kart. And it is... It's just, like it's rambling not, all over the track. It's it's not like a deer <clears throat> ran out in front of the car. Like he just fucking yanked that wheel <laughs> <laughs> as hard as he could in, in clear conditions. I think anytime, no one's leading him astray. They were just like, so we uh, we hear you might uh, take a break after uh, after Empire. Is that going to be it? And he's like, so Pythagoras. Yeah, and also I'm not really sure if you're supposed to when you're supposed to say Ukraine and the Ukraine. Uh-huh. But I know you should probably not ever be saying the science. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime someone says I've made some discoveries using the science. <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't sound scientific. I'll well, just say that. Th- there's parts of it where like uh I'm like, all right, guys, hear them out, you know? Right. Um it happens. <laughs> You know, the, the big big discoveries come from uh, from unexpected places, but I just don't think that the term wave conjugations no has any place anywhere in serious science. No, I'm not a serious scientist myself, so I'd be open to uh, people emailing me and explaining how conjugation fits in with waves. But I think that Terence might have just heard two words and put them together. Yeah, it's Trump esque in that regard. Uh, and I did search around for this. Like I didn't, I don't know that the word conjugation means anything in that term at all. Right. I mean, conjugation, you know, I mean, it's like, uh, y'all know the, like a verb the you know, sure. like if you're saying, you know, like, a you come versus he comes, you know, the way you change the word come, you add that S on the end, that's conjugating it for the, uh, the subject. And so I guess that if I was trying to figure out what wave conjugations might be, it might be that how things are changed by the type of wave that they're interacting with. Okay, I'm seeing here uh, in biology or in biochemistry, for biochemistry, it says the combination of two substances Toxic compounds eliminated from the body by conjugation with glutathione. Uh, chemistry, the sharing of electron density between nearby multiple bonds in a molecule. Okay, so yeah, that sounds pretty close and to math- what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, so I guess he's saying the wave conjugations are the interaction between two waves, right? Is that yeah. like the yeah. waves are having conjugal visits? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah, yeah. It's my own personal life with the science that... You know, Pythagoras was searching for. I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. Why would I continue, you know, walking on water for tips when I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world? That's a big... Okay. (laughs) One, uh... Great turn of phrase. I would love, uh, like, like his bi- biography needs to be called Walking, Walking on Water, on water for, for Tips. tips. Yeah, yeah that's, that's great. 
fucking brilliant. Uh, yeah. I love that. Because you're 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 an underpaid Christ. <laughs> you're saying I've been giving you these this Christ-like performances. Yeah. I walk on fucking water with my acting and what I receive in exchange merely tips. Yeah, I I'm just dropping superpowers on you, left and fucking right. You, you deified him, and you chuckleheads <laughs> are just laughing and eating your fucking popcorn right. and whatever. I'm I'm done with that shit. There is a generation that needs to know this science. Right, it's much more important. And we discovered the wave conjugations we've been looking for for ten thousand years. One, uh, Pythagoras was not ten thousand years ago. Not even close. Uh, he's like three thousand years ago, okay. less than that, I believe. I was going to say, that's some pretty advanced math. For, I mean, it's like a couple hundred BC, and it's almost 2,000 AD. 1,200 or 12,000 years ago. So, uh, yeah, uh, Pythagoras, I, I, maybe he's talking about, because he, he doesn't specifically say Pythagoras then. He just mentions Pythagoras and then says, we've been looking for these for 10,000 years. But the wave conjugation we've been looking for for 10,000 years. Do you think that waves were like a, a foundational element of the uh, scientific understanding 10,000 years ago, Jake? You mean when people were still, I don't know, uh, over 9,000 years away from thinking that the earth was not flat. Yeah, yeah, those people. And whenever, uh, you Who know... Who felt that there wasn't gravity. It was just that uh, the, the plates love being on the ground. <laughs> right. That's why when you drop them, they fall to the ground because they've got a hard-on for being on the ground. Which was like an actual tenant of philosophical thought for a very long time. Yeah. That's um, their natural form. The My favorite book that we had at Excel was they had a volume. Like, so they, they had, you know, like, someone had fucking sold them an encyclopedia at some point. And so they had, or more likely that they had sold someone's parents an encyclopedia and it got donated, like, you know, three years before I got there or something. But we had, like, all these, like, uh, collected works of so-and-so kind of things. Um, and so, you know, like, like the major philosophers and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then they, in like, like, clearly in the same set with the same binding, they had a... Uh, uh, like collected writings of pseudoscience and that shit was so top-notch it was just like everything that respected physicians uh or you know physicists not physicians excuse me two different words uh respected physicists before einstein thought like all the shit that einstein figured out before whenever we didn't know that you might be wondering well what did they what did they guess for that and the answer is fucking insane <laughs> I might um, need that book. It's great. Uh, Alfred Lawson the is the one that uh, always stands out to me. Uh, he had a, he had a science that he called Lawsonomy. I think he had like an academy of Lawsonomy. Gotta go with uh, based in Kansas base. somewhere. Yeah, and it was all uh, zigzag and swirl. I believe was his like how gravity worked. Like it wasn't gravity. That and uh, suction and pressure. The like all of the world, everything is uh, suction and pressure. Most famously, he uh, the aurora borealis was uh, uh, the pressure from the Earth like just being shot out of it. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain because it doesn't make any goddamn sense because they're like fucking Terrence Howard. Uh, let's hear some more from Terrence. Alfred Lawson played pro baseball. Oh, good for him. For the Boston Bean Eaters and the Pittsburgh Alleghenies before getting into aviation. So it's like if fucking uh, Yastrzemski hurt his hip and instead was <laughs> right. like, uh, let right, me tell you about science. Zigzag and swirl, boys. <laughs> that we've been looking for for 10,000 years, why would I continue 
you know, walking on water for tips when I've got an so entire good. generation to teach a whole new world. To that, that's a big remark. Yeah. What, what, what do you intend to, to do? I can't believe how good this guy's sticking with it. Like, I, I don't know exactly what you're looking for here, like what the perfect response would be. And like, he definitely seems like, like I would like for someone to just be like, oh, you know what? I've been looking into the same thing. Let's compare notes. Right. That's probably the ideal one. Um, but but for him to just like kind of uh, just go with it, you know, uh, like uh, just 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 keep your eyes on that pitch. Try to uh, try to lock in and just be like, that's a big statement. What do you got for us? Yeah. What are you going to do with this? That that's not telling groups that we got to go to break. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. Well, let me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All How are we doing so far? <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's something uh, serendipitous about prefacing what he said with, well, let me put it this way. I just love here. Any time, a lot of ways, this, you could get confused. So let me put it this way. Like if Simple Gordon's terms. interviewing a homeless guy and the words, let me put it this way ever come up, you know it's about yeah. to get fucking good. Right. That's a big Free remark. Yeah. What, what, what do you intend to, to do? Well, let me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All yeah, motion yeah. is expressed in waves. All okay. waves are curved. So where does the straight lines come from to make the platonic solids? There are no straight lines. So when Fuck. I took the flower of life and opened it properly, I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose the in-between spaces. That's... It's the thing that holds us all together. I'm sharing that on... on yeah. Um, see, the flower of life thing is, is what uh, makes me think that he's, he's just fucking with us, dude. I don't, think he's, I don't think he actually found the wave conjugations. Well, I have seen a, um, an interview that he did with The View uh -huh. a couple years ago, and he legit has... Uh, like a figure that he has created, like a nude geometric shape. <laughs> that he's just his face. Let me see if I can. He just looks like a guy who's about to tell people about wave conjugations. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Why is he talking about what percent African he is? He's got like a, a model, like he's at a science fair. <laughs> he brought a science exhibit to the view. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is going on here? And he's, it's like a new shape. And now the whole audience is like clapping for him, like, oh, yes, that's a good science figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got the conjugations. Yeah, which is apparently, uh, he talks about this quite often in that same uh, Rolling Stone interview where he said, she was talking to me real strong, like, uh, is when he went on a, a rant about how whenever he was a student in Brooklyn at the Pratt Institute, um, he his big deal is that if the square root of four is two, then the square root of two has to be one, and one times one times one should equal two in his mind. Yeah. Even though one point like four one four something times itself actually um. does equal two. And so the square root of two is like 1.41. You know, uh, actually, it just kind of sounds to me like he doesn't know what a square root is. It, it might be the case. He says, how can it equal one? If one times one equals one, that means that two is of no value because one times itself has no effect. One times one equals two because the square root of four is two. So what's the square root of two? Should be one. But we're told it's two and that cannot be. <laughs> 
I mean, that really strikes me as like uh, you just didn't get it. Like you got that question wrong on the test because right. like you were wrong. And you just got to keep going with it. You just didn't want to take that <laughs> L. Keep going with it. Anyways. Tuesday when I received my star. Okay, I'm back going- it up a little bit. So this is my favorite part of this is that so far he's ranting about uh, kind of like in some weird like hotep like math is oppressive. You know what I mean? Like he's doing that. We've been told forever. Like the world in this view interview, he's like the world economy is founded on one times one equals one, which I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, yeah, you know. I sure. mean, maybe like yep. it's a part of math, but that you can say that about like any number times any number that we all know to be correct. But um, he's kind of veering into this like uh, I've been sort of in a sense like economically enslaved to do this work for for the masses. And I have been robbed of providing everyone with these this awakening that only I possess. And he's in just this insane, what seems like drugs or maybe somebody who's just abused drugs for a really long time and has convinced themselves. There's some sort of like uh, basically schizophrenia, right? Where like people start to believe that the sh- crazy shit that you might think in a mental episode – you think that all the time? You, like, I'm really concerned to learn about this view interview, honestly. Yeah. Because, like, if this is Maybe just like he, he just snorted some coke and. Uh, Apparently not. I didn't know that whenever I uh, tweeted that this morning, but he's been doing this for a while. He doesn't sound. Now as, I'm, I like, kind of want to call someone. He doesn't sound quite as, like, scattered and, uh, and flow of consciousness on the view, but he's definitely kind of saying the same stuff. And here's Megan McCain, like staring at him, like, but one times one is one. Um, but so well, I, I know that because uh, my father, John McCain, uh, told me that, so. That's right. Boy, you want to talk about somebody who's it's time for her nips to take the main <laughs> stage? Put put a put Ivanka to sleep, Megan, <laughs> my queen. Um, but no. The funniest part about this is that it's like on one hand he's doing the actor ego deal where you just say crazy shit. And no one tells you, like, boy, that sounds weird. And he immediately pivots into, isn't it interesting I'm getting a star on the Walk of Fame before an Emmy? Which is, like, normal actor shit. Yeah, yeah. No, how like, like this. He just oscillates right back into. This is a two-minute interview with 20 seconds that, that does sound like a red carpet interview. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest, that's just something fucking else. Uh, the, the first time, though, he mentions the uh, the star, like, like she's got to like get it out of it. Like, what the fuck are you? Like, I'm, I'm. It's very L.A. that uh, she knows what he's talking about. Yeah. That, that whatever he's just like, when I get my star, and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I, it, I understand what that means. I think you can buy those too. You have to. You have to. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be permitted, but then you have to buy it. Uh, yeah, we like did a, a tour whenever we went to LA where okay. they like went over the, the. We did one of the uh, the TMZ house tours. It's fucking great. I would love to uh, do that. Highly recommend. Uh, anyways, and opened it properly. I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose the in-between spaces. That's it's the thing that holds us all together. I'm sharing that on on Tuesday when I receive my star, I'm going to be able to prove that gravity is only an effect and not a force. I'm putting. I just don't understand the connection between those two yeah, things. Why like, do you need the star to show it? Well, that's that's the power. It it imbued him <laughs> with the, the when I have my star, <laughs> the, like it's the fucking it's the last infinity stone. Yeah, you, you get that, Jake? Of course. Uh, that or uh, he has been wi- like 
he knows that the information he has is so dangerous <laughs> and could be so disruptive. <laughs> he needs disruptive. the star to be able to handle it. Yeah, and he's basically saying, like, look, I don't. they can't take that away from me, okay? Because much like with Copernicus or who, like, he's basically saying, like, I may be jailed. <laughs> <laughs> Copernicus didn't have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Was the real problem that we're seeing? I, I could be, I, I could be hauled off to an internment camp. That is how explosive this information is. But once is. I'm untouchable, but I have to make sure that I am, uh, that I am immortalized with a star right next to Howard Stern. And I, <laughs> and I think that what he's about to say is my favorite part because he's basically doing like a rollout. Like he's saying, like I'm going to do it on Tuesday. By the way, I've been looking and haven't seen anything. And uh, all right, put, back it up a little bit and play. Uh, yep. That gravity is only an effect and not a force. I'm putting something on YouTube okay. where I will build. <laughs> that's I see. That's I'd, like saying the science. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, if he just said, "Like I'll be releasing." Right. The, the mention of the forum cheapens it. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. I have some findings that I'll be. I'll, I'll be releasing them. At a time of my choosing. Unless it's a peer-reviewed journal. Right. Don't mention the, the method of transmission. I'm putting something on TikTok, and <laughs> yeah. uh, it's going to blow everyone the away. The way you said YouTube was weird, too. <laughs> Build the planet Saturn without gravity and prove that gravity is only an effect and not a force. I'm putting something on YouTube really? where I will so. build the planet Saturn without gravity and build the Milky Way galaxy yeah. without gravity. Did you also say Yeah, yeah. yeah. that sounds nice. <laughs> Saturn without gravity. And I will build the yeah, Milky Way yeah. galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. All, All right. right. Yeah. And your star? Yeah. On the Walk of Fame. On the Walk of Fame, well, which is interesting. How am I getting a star when I've never, for a TV, when I've never received an Emmy nomination for TV? Can't You're a presenter no tonight. You can do whatever you want when you stand in front of that microphone. What are you going to do? Walking on water for tips. I have no idea. I'm just, I'm just being honest and looking at it. Oh, yeah, it cuts yeah. off. Yeah. So my, the only disappointing part of this whole interview to me was whenever he said, you know, it's interesting. How can I get a star? I thought he was about to say something like, when stars aren't even connected to, <laughs> to any sort of basis. And, like, that he was about but to no, get, he just wanted to bitch like, about his Emmy noms. lack of Emmy noms. I was like, okay, well, yeah, he's somewhat still connected to reality here. Yeah, I definitely thought he was... Because anytime someone says, which is interesting, because how can yeah. I get a star? I'm like, that whoa. Sounds, yeah. <laughs> like, this is where it's really going to go off the riddle, rails. Riddle but no, he's like, uh, uh, all these roles? You don't want to yeah. nominate me for nothing? This show's very successful, and uh, hmm, star on the Walk of Fame with that anemone. Interesting. Yeah, and I uh, I, I also, <laughs> uh, you you threw over this audio, but I, I, I did go and find a clean, the, the same clean copy and it's, uh, within their newscast. Yeah. And, uh, after this ends, the lady who'd been talking throughout it, um, you know, they're just having chit chat back and forth, but she's like, uh, this is probably going to go viral and I, I don't want to go viral. And the guy kind of just chuckles and, uh, just like, uh, you know, you stay you, Susan. Uh, but, the way he says it, the look on his face seems to convey what I'm thinking, which is like, getting views is your whole job, bitch. Right. <laughs> you don't want to go viral? You don't oh, want yeah. this station? Okay, you want KTLA Susie. to fucking fold? So yeah, you you just do you, fucking yeah, Susan. Just, God damn it! Just ask about the shoes, Susan. All right, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, no, this is the best thing that's ever happened to you. Yeah, the, the, the pivoting back to 
can we talk about Miami noms? Makes a lot more sense now that you tell me that this is a long-standing thing. Terrence is trying to get out there. I also saw a deal that he did with Entertainment Tonight where... Because uh, it, it probably seems normal to him that yeah. he's talking about this. And I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the Entertainment Tonight reporter. He's been doing it for forever. And he's like, man, you look great. He's like, you look absolutely great. What have you been doing? And I'm thinking like, oh, he doesn't, doesn't seem to look great to me. But <laughs> I don't know. And he's like, well... I quit eating meat. Uh, first thing is I quit eating meat. Uh, I stopped smoking. Uh, he's like, uh, eventually I stopped smoking cannabis because I came to the discovery that I'm allergic to it. He's <laughs> like, so even though, you know, it was uh, making me feel fantastic, I had to quit. And I'm like, man, I just saw this other interview. I don't, I don't buy that you quit at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Those two I'm pieces more concerned of if he's not yeah. using drugs. That's right. true, actually. So let me get in a real quick, uh, so they got away with that. A historical, so okay. they got away with that. I, I believe that, uh, you know, previous examples, uh, Ralph Northam danced in blackface, did a press conference, and remains the governor of Virginia to this day. Uh, Donald Trump bragged about finger-banging women on a bus to uh, Billy Bush and, uh, you know, is president. Harvey Weinstein was able to get away with all that stuff solely because he was able to bring L Wayne LaPierre to his knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just had to let him back what in. What the fuck's up with uh, Jay Trudeau, though? Are they going to, like, is that going to end him? Uh, I mean, I think that he is facing an election, like, weeks from it's now, It's pretty right? soon? Okay. Uh, I believe. So, you know, it remains to be seen whether or not he gets away with that. I bet you he does. I you know. Like, I feel like his popularity popularity was already kind of waning, and I don't know much about what his opposition is hitting for, but... I saw one of those Iowa, you know, at, at the steak fry or something, you know, got a lot of political reporters in Iowa right now. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of them noted that uh, on, on deep clearance, we had a pair of uh, Justin Trudeau socks. Which <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of begs the question, who the fuck was buying Justin Trudeau socks in the first place? Maybe the same type of guy that ironically buys Trump straws? Send me a link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you heard their, uh, their cheek now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, tantalizing. <laughs> for a long time. Uh, from 1978, uh, 1979 until 2002, the American Association for Cancer Research <laughs> had an award, which was called the Con Cornelius P. Rhodes Memorial Award. Just went to someone who was uh, an innovative researcher um, in the cancer field, mm -hmm. named after Cornelius P. Rhodes, a man who took over uh, what became the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Institute. Sounds like a Gordon character. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, in, in the late 40s, he, uh, he took over and uh, found some things out about cancer uh, that we're using today. Uh, it, you know, the, the fact that chemotherapy exists is, uh, uh, that might be an overstatement, but he was big in chemotherapy, okay. which, uh, side note, if you want to talk about things, like, of, of all the stuff in the Chuck Klosterman, but what if we're wrong book that uh, most resonate with me and I can express in two seconds, uh, his point that uh, chemotherapy will be seen as uh, akin to leeches, I think, uh, makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I could see that. It's a very base level answer to why don't we just fry the shit <laughs> it's it's one step it away from like oh you got cancer in your arm cut off the arm yeah although you know people they still use leeches though they do use leeches they're uh uh 
some this like came up in brief conversation whenever I was hanging out with Justin and Hannah was sitting right there and is a doctor who went through medical school. So we both turned to her expectantly, like, tell us about the leeches. And she was like, yeah. There's like a couple, she knew it off the top of her head. I don't remember it. Uh, specific uses where like it does make sense and hospitals will sometimes keep a couple on on hand. Which does kind of beg the question of like how are they stored? Are they fed? Is there a doctor whose job is to feed the leeches? Fetch the leeches. <laughs> exactly. They have to ring a big bell. Like do the, <laughs> does every hospital have like, do they have to go to the feed store like when i bought all those crickets where the yeah. fuck are you just getting leeches let me get a uh, 30 crickets i don't understand four leeches it doesn't make any sense to me but side i side of fries i could see that with the chemotherapy thing that it feels so in 1928 a uh, a hurricane hit puerto rico you may recall this has occurred other times in Puerto Rico's history more they didn't recently. Have Trump then though. Uh, but 1928, well, you know, uh, hang on a bit. Okay. Um, 1928, hurricane hits Puerto Rico, uh, unleashes widespread fucking disease problems. We got a medical disaster going on. Uh, doesn't get solved quickly because Cornelius doesn't show up there until uh, the 30s. But you know, so a couple years after the hurricane, we got to do something about it. Um, the uh, Rockefeller Center, like uh, Rockefeller Foundation, excuse me, Rockefeller Center is a different thing. Rockefeller Foundation um, has a bunch of doctors that, like, you know, are going around trying to de- trying to uh, destabilize situations like this, uh, and you know, just help the third world. So, our boy Cornelius has not yet risen to the lofty heights he will one day attain, and uh, you know, is, is trying to uh, find his way up the ladder. And takes this uh, prestigious job with the uh, the Rockefeller Foundation, helping out the good people of Puerto Rico. Um, he, this is presented as an important biographical detail. A couple days before the letter I'm going to describe to you, uh, has his car get all fucked up. Like uh, he's at a party and uh, someone breaks into his car. You know, Dirty Mike and the boys have their way in the back seat. He just comes back to his car with you know. Uh, broken window, shit all on the inside. Who the fuck knows? Um, and uh, then a couple days later, he's writing a letter to a friend talking about career opportunities. He's uh, he's been he's he's got a job waiting for him in Boston. He's thinking about, and he's got some real real good prospects if he stays in Puerto Rico. He can get a little bit of an appointment, but there's some drawbacks to that as Cornelius sees, and I will uh, start in there. I can get a damn fine job here and I'm tempted to take it. It would be ideal, except for the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> There's one part that I'm not sold on in Puerto Rico. And, and I will tell you that this... Back to the Puerto Rican people. My reaction to this is, uh, uh, it's really, really funny until it's not. So I don't want you to feel like I'm... Uh, I, I'm not stopping you from laughing because I'm letting you know I laughed. And uh, we, we, we've got a laugh line left here, okay. <laughs> but then it gets dark. Well, I think the laugh line might be that the award was named after him until 2002, but go on. I can get a damn fine job here and I'm tempted to take it. It would be ideal except for the Puerto Ricans. They are beyond doubt the dirtiest, laziest, most degenerate, thievish race of men ever inhabiting this sphere. It makes you sick to inhabit the same island as them. They're even lower than Italians. Oh, dear. <laughs> What the island needs is not God. public health work, but a tidal wave or something to totally exterminate the population. It might then be livable. Seems like he's joking to this point. I have done my best to further the process of extermination by killing off eight and transplanting cancer into several more. Shut the fuck up. 
The latter has not resulted in any fatality so far. The matter of consideration for the parents well for the patients the matter of consideration for the patient's welfare plays no role here. In fact, all physicians take delight in the abuse and torture of the unfortunate subjects. Do let me know if you hear any more news. Sincerely, Dusty. Oh. So he dashes off this bad boy. people cancer who don't have cancer. That is, uh, that is what he is uh, telling his friend that he has done. And just said that like he just fucking killed eight. Like, you know, he's just bleeding out on the table and he's like, ah, fuck it. What am I going to do? Save Jeez. a Puerto Rican? Uh, so he, he dashes off this note, um, says, I got to go take a shit. One of the Puerto Ricans cleaning his office comes in and is like, the fuck did you just say? Oh, gives it to one of like the, uh, Puerto Rican nationalist politicians, like finds his way to him. This bad boy gets printed in all of Puerto Rico's newspapers. Incredible. He gets pulled back quickly. I'm surprised not executed. And uh, they, you know, say that they're going to, like, do a full investigation and, like, like find out if he did the shit. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, they could not confirm that he had, in fact, given cancer to eight different people or whatever. He, well, he might have just been riffing with one of his boys. <laughs> I mean, I don't take the fact that they did not find the evidence at the time <sighs> as an exoneration. Like, I really doubt that, like, the American investigators, like, uh, were super horrified. Like, they probably showed up and were kind of like, uh, he raises some points, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, we're not Jesus. talking about a real uh, halcyon of days of uh, humanitarian effort. I mean, that's what this was. But, like, the humanitarians are the one being like, yeah, who gives a fuck if they die? They're, they're you know, they're terrible. Speed this up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, pardon me if I don't take as, uh, you know, real worthwhile the investigation. But, yeah, he, uh, he comes back. It's, like, not that huge of news in the mainland because you know it's 1930 and there's an ocean between the two right and Good so water. he waits for things to cool down for a bit and then becomes one of the most distinguished doctors of the 20th century that is insane and the fact that the whatever the american cancer society or whatever the group was had to have known this in 1979 i don't think that they did <clears throat> i don't think that whenever he got the job in the the 40s as the head of sloan kettering I, no, no. I, I mean whenever they named the award though no i i'm saying that like like whenever someone brought it to their attention in 2002 that's why they took the name off the award. okay wow uh so i i think that just cornelius skated on it for his entire life like he died in 59 I'm trying to think so of... So he died as like one of the most respected that's awesome. doctors and of horrible. our time. I'm trying to think of what the other example was that I think even might have come up today, but the uh, the car broken into thing reminds me of that lady, I think it was in North Carolina, that was like, yeah, I definitely use the N-word, but I have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I had an emotional support slur that I needed to issue. He's like, ah, goddamn, my Lincoln's windows are busted out. Uh, and I wanted to uh, to give proper credit. I heard about this while I was driving around listening to NPR and the NPR History Podcast through line. Uh, it was an excerpt of that that uh, that I, I heard about this whole deal. So if you are interested, then I would point you to NPR's through line. I've not heard the episode yet, but I intend to listen to it because it sounds like an interesting little bit of a uh, bit of history. But it seemed to fit perfectly into uh, so they got away with that, huh? So maybe next week we'll review Terrence Howard's appearance on the View. Uh, no time to properly eulogize uh, Jevin Sneed today. That's a bummer, man. That was the one of my favorite high it school players bummer. of all time. 
Um, Loved his time at Ole Miss. Yeah. Two Cotton Bowls, right? Two Cotton Bowls. I believe he won both of them. Uh, he did. Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. That sounds right. So, RIP to a real one. We'll see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.